What is up, Steel Studies? Happy Friday, everyone. December 2nd, 2022, and welcome to episode 463 of the study session. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, saying thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, you beautiful, beautiful study it. It's a Friday. Life is good. Pittsburgh Steelers played this past Monday. I hate Monday night games. You know that. Finally, we get back to some 1 p.m. Steelers football this weekend against the Atlanta Falcons. And the Steelers are in good shape to secure another victory. And in today's show, I'm going to offer my preview and prediction for the game and how things will transpire in Atlanta. So, before I get into that, just a reminder of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Jim and I recorded a new episode earlier this week. Check it out if you haven't done so already. It's linked in the show notes. Jim is one of the goats, man. He is underappreciated as a Pittsburgh beat writer. He does great work. He just published a new book called On the Clock. My copy is coming soon. He will personalize your copy if you'd like that, but it's a great gift for the Steelers fan in your life. So be sure to check that out. That is linked in the show notes as well. And all right, let's get into it. So Steelers, Falcons. Pittsburgh's looking to stack wins here. They're looking for their first two-game winning streak of the 2022 season. That's a lot of twos. Can they do it? Absolutely. This is a prime opportunity for the Pittsburgh Steelers to secure another win. And, And what are they looking at here against this Falcons team? Well, they have a mobile quarterback, guy who can run in Marcus Mariota. He has pulled it down several times this season and has picked up quality yardage. So that's going to be a thread of this Falcons offense that the team has to be prepared for. And kind of looking ahead, it's going to be good practice for the Steelers for the following week against Baltimore, playing another mobile quarterback in Lamar Jackson. Not that Marcus Mariota is anywhere close to the talent that Jackson is, but it's good preparation to get locked into the mindset of playing against that type of player. Mariota is a decent passer. He's got a little over 2,000 yards this year, 14 touchdowns, 8 picks. He's somewhat accurate. He's not having a great season. And they have a decent running game. Remember Cordero Patterson, who used to play for the Vikings, was originally drafted to be a receiver return man. He is running the ball for... The Falcons, they have a three-headed attack along with Mariota and Algiers. And it's not a dynamic, explosive offense. This passing attack is pretty weak, to say the least. I can anticipate the Falcons trying to attack the Steelers on the ground through the rushing attack with their running back by committee, 
runners by committee. Again, you got a running quarterback. And I don't think that they're going to be able to really hurt the Steelers in the secondary with their passing game. On the flip side of the ball, defensively, it's my son. He's got a cough. Man, it feels like kids are just always sick this time of year. Anyway, not a great defense. They're not great against the pass. They're the worst team in the NFL against the pass. They're not great against the run. None of that means anything if the Pittsburgh Steelers don't play quality football. However, the reason why I bring up all these points is because this is a tremendous opportunity for the Steelers to get a win. One thing I forgot to mention, Mariota has been sacked 28 times this year. All right, so take that into consideration when you look at the Steelers' defense. They haven't really had an explosive game in terms of rushing the passer, getting to the quarterback. This Sunday could potentially be that game where they're able to take advantage of a porous Atlanta offensive line. So, how do I see this playing out? Well, Kenny Pickett is developing. He's playing cleaner football. He's not lighting it up in terms of flashy passing statistics. We're not seeing the 300-plus yard gains, multi-touchdowns, but we don't need to see that. I said from the outset, even with Trubisky starting this season, that this offense has to be driven by an effective rushing attack. We are seeing that. We've seen that the last few weeks. We need to see that again in Atlanta. They've got to establish a running game. It doesn't have to be an explosive run game, hitting home runs for 20, 30, 40, 50 yard carries. That's not what's needed. Three, four, five yards. Pick up a first down on a chunk run every once in a while. Put them in third and short opportunities where Pickett can thread the needle, make those third down conversions, keep the drive alive. So that's what's got to happen. That's their recipe for success the remainder of the season, running the football. And I think we're going to see a commitment to that, not just this weekend in Atlanta, but moving forward. So I expect a healthy dose of running back by committee against the Falcons. Najee Harris doesn't look like he's going to be ready to go. I think Jalen Warren is going to be the complimentary runner. Benny Snell is going to be the one who is featured. He's going to be your primary ball carrier. He's going to get the load. But Warren is going to get his touches like he did with Harris in there as a starter. And I think the Steelers are going to have some success running the football. I think they are developing an identity. They are a run-first team, create third and manageable situations, and then rely on your accurate quarterback to make those precision passes to move the chains. I don't think there's a need to throw down the field this week, although there will be opportunities to do so. I think you try to keep it on the ground and you pick your spots where you're going to take your shots down the field to George Pickens. I think we're going to see that relationship continue to be cultivated and develop. I would expect at least two shots down the field to Pickens. And sooner or later, Pickett and Pickens are going to start connecting on these things to where it's just, it's assumed that every game that, hey, 
we know one of these is coming, but not only that, that they're going to be successful in connecting on those plays. But I don't think this is a game where Kenny has to throw 30 plus times. I think you keep it on the ground 20 to 25 times, throw the ball in spots, pick your spots, play action. And I see another effective day from the Steelers runners. I think Jalen Warren has a big day. I think Benny Snell has another effective day, 50 plus yards. I think Pickett gets involved in there a little bit. I do see a connection from Pickett to Pickens for 40, 50 yards, possibly on a touchdown. And I see this defense bringing the pressure, getting to Mariota, and possibly having a nice day on the stat sheet in terms of sacks. And when it's all said and done, Steelers get their second consecutive victory. Wait, that doesn't sound right. They get their second victory in a row for the first time this season. They stack some wins and they generate some positivity heading into their contest against the Baltimore Ravens. And they continue their climb to respectability and to a 9-8, and 8-9 eight, eight and record. Can they do it? Absolutely. Will they? That's been the biggest question with this team so far in 2022. Final score, 34-17. Your Pittsburgh Steelers bring home the victory. And studyings. Studying, 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 studyings. My gratitude to Yins for being supporters of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. Yins know that. Love you guys. Have an amazing Friday, an amazing weekend. Enjoy this time of year. It only comes once. And you're going to have to wait 11 more months until it comes back. Spend time with your family and friends. Do something positive for yourself and someone else. Get after it. Love your life. And remember, on this beautiful Friday, December 2nd, 2022, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Have a phenomenal weekend.